After 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Anthony, you've been chosen, given the power of the youngin' with your fresh eyes and naivete. Sean, you've been given the power of wisdom beyond your years. Well, hey, hi, hello. Hey, welcome to VICBP Radio's Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Podcast. Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm Sean, one of your co-hosts, sitting here with Anthony. Say I'm another hi, Anthony. co-host. Hi, guys. <laughs> and uh, so this is the first episode. We're going to do a podcast. If you're tuning in now, you've already picked up on the idea that it's going to be Power Rangers related. And you're going to get bits of Sentai and Mecha stuff and... Pretty much all Power Rangers, Power Rangers related shit. All that's good and bad with it. But it, you know, it's all mostly good though. Mostly cause, good because we're adults, and yes. it's a show by adults for children on children's television shows networks. Yeah, it's mostly watched by men in their mid twenties to thirties. Because somebody's got to pay for the Netflix account. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's sad. All my like so, ha- half my Netflix queue is. The various Power Rangers seasons. Same. Yeah. Well, this, wh- you're a lot younger than I am. I'm going to tell so you, I, st- I started watching the Dino uh, Charge. The one you were telling me about the Knights and everything. The the Dino Charge, like the one from like the last one, not yeah. the Ninja Steel. Okay. Yeah, the one from right before. And uh, it's not that bad. So, yeah, no, my Netflix queue is adding up and like other ones are being recommended to me, like the holiday specials that they oh, did. Oh, those are bad. Oh, they were really bad. <laughs> But so, yeah, but hey, let's, put a, let's put a pin in that, um, and we'll circle back to that in a minute. Anthony, uh, why don't you tell everyone who isn't listening, or is listening, or who accidentally is listening, about you? Um, so if you're listening to this, you're probably picked it up off of iTunes or Stitcher, or you found it on a network called the BICBP-radio.com, and it is a podcasting site that me and my friend Christopher Chavez... Well, he pretty much he's the brains behind all of it, put together to host a bunch of podcasts. And we I started the inaugural one, which was Back Issues Comic Podcast, which is all comic book related stuff and pop culture shit. The flagship and, show. Yeah, that, that was a flagship show. And that's what I do every, every week. Every other week we do two shows. And that's pretty much me. I do podcasts. I draw and all that shit. And I uh, met Sean. I met you through one of our uh you comment on a, you comment on one of our posts on Facebook or comment. You got to hold me that way. We developed a small friendship, and uh, here we are now. You found out you love Power Rangers. I love Power Rangers. And uh, Sean, give me your side. Let everyone so, know who you are. Uh, I'm Sean. As the, this is the sound of my voice, and uh, so I like Power Rangers. I've liked Power Rangers for let's see, it's 2017. I've liked Power Rangers since I would say September fifth, nineteen and ninety-three, when it premiered on Fox Kids. Because I was 
I was born then, Anthony. I don't know about you. I was born. Wait, when, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> September fifth, nineteen ninety three. Nah, yeah, like another two years, another two months before I was born. Isn't that the cutest thing? <laughs> um, so, do you remember watching like the first episode? Yeah, it came on the Monday before school started because school still didn't. School started after um, Labor Day uh, back then, back in nineteen ninety three. All right. So, yeah. so like, so you remember like the like, so like you remember like you saw previews and everything sh- uh, showing up on TV. Like, check this out. Power yeah. Rangers, well, Japanese action show, and you're like, oh my god, well, this is my they new said life. Nothing about the Japanese portion of it. Like, I didn't know that until, geez, probably years later. I mean, I was ten when it came out. So when it start when it first aired. So, so when it know. first it was a pretty, it was a big deal to you then when it first came out. Well, it was just cool. Like, I mean, Voltron was was a thing when I was even younger, and uh, and that was a cartoon. But this was like real people, real everything, not just animated, which, I mean, let's be honest, I'm a 33-year-old adult male, and I still watch cartoons. Dude, I'm not... included, but but still, you know, it's... it's, Yeah. uh, Yeah, it it was just like Voltron come to life, but, you know, it it was just... It was like, what is this? It was kind of like where the Voltron was the cartoon, and you could never be in a cartoon, but this was like Power Rangers were real, so... There is that that sliver of a chance that you could be a real Power Ranger at one point. Then that that reality. Oh yeah, I mean, if you look at my closet, you you would think that I'm like uh, like a that I like Power Rangers or something because I have <laughs> I have the hoodie, I, I, you know, like every adult that watched Power Rangers as a kid. I have the Green Ranger hoodie. I have a couple. I got the Loot Crate Green Ranger White Ranger shirt. The I even got a couple of the Japanese imported shirts. Really. And, um, yeah, well, and I mean, I go to New nice. York Comic Con every year, so I have oh, yeah. too many of the Power Rangers toys from the Bandai booth, and um, you know, a whole bunch of adult collectibles because they're not toys because they don't come out of the box. Exactly. Um, and I've been slowly starting my collection, and uh, I'm gonna tell you, I love action figures, and everyone that listens to me from from back issues knows that I am a fiend with like I always want to buy toys, but kind of like I have nowhere to put them. But now that I'm going to be buying a house, or now that I'm now that I'm going to be renting a house, I have space. And I was walking through. I don't know if you have a store down where you are. No, we and, don't have those. Uh, <laughs> it's called um, Think Geek. Think Geek, yeah, they're owned by oh, Game uh, Hot Topic, right? GameStop. Or GameStop, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's all one now, but GameStop is where they came from, and uh, they just we just got one up near here. Uh, for those listening, it's Buffalo area. We just got one up near us, and it's like it's the toy, it's the game store toy store that you wanted as a child. It had all the cool toys and none of the girly shit, or not a, not the girly shit, but none of the fucking. It's it's your age range. Yeah, it's my stuff. It caters to nostalgia, even if you don't remember mm-hmm. the first time around. Like oh yeah, you. <laughs> and um, I'm looking through it, and I'm like, uh, do you know how they have the Marvel Legends toys? Uh, the ones that like the create a the yes, build a figure yeah the build a yeah. figures they side now note. have power side note have... you know Rick Lep- I was talking to Rick Laprade at uh, New York Comic Con last yeah. year and he is obsessed with those I didn't know that dude works for Hasbro by the way did you know that I did know that one yeah anyway back to what you were saying <laughs> anyway build so I'm walking through Think Geek and they have build a figure Power Ranger toys I'm sorry I'm like yeah you didn't know this no oh yeah. Oh yeah, and guess what the build of figures are? Um, Megazords. No. Oh, um, okay. Well, I mean, 
and, and this was at ThinkGeek at yep. GameStop. Hmm. Are See, they exclusive anywhere? Um, I haven't seen them. I've seen them at like a. They will get them at Walgreens. I've seen them at to- uh, Toys R Us. Think Geek is where I saw them first, and I was like, "Oh no!" But they're like twenty dollars toys, but like they look good. They up. don't look like the fucking. They don't look like the ten dollars Power Ranger you're gonna buy in the in any other aisle. Like this looks like a legit like. You could probably pose this and make it look nice on your on your shelf or whatever. I have to build a shelf first. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so away from toys, we're gonna. This is our first episode. Um, all our listeners. We wanted to make a nice and easy one. After you get to know a little bit about us, uh, we want to talk about a movie that came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it was a movie. It was it Doctor was Strange, right? No, 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 uh, better, better than Doctor Strange. Guardians of the Galaxy two. No, that's not come out yet. But this was better, in my opinion, than that movie trailer. Uh, wow. Power Rangers came out. They did a Power Rangers for the first time in like twenty years. It, yeah, no, it was the first Power Rangers yeah. movie in 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turbo was 1997. It was. And uh, Saban, uh, Saban? Saban? Saban had the rights again, and they did uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's a brand new, non-canon from the TV show. This is, is all new original material. Like, they took influences from it, but it's Yeah, they, they took new. the characters. They took the, the characters, the zords, the general motif, the color schemes the the villain the main villains they they they, they took aspects of it so but it's an original story yeah all original story and um, so basically if you're listening to this point this is a spoiler episode and you know go watch the movie then come back to us or if you want listen to us talk about it so warning and then get out there. excited to go see it then get excited yeah excited exactly so um I want to start off what did you think of it first impressions. Uh, well, so first impressions, uh, and I'm going to go back to even before I saw the movie. Uh, my first impression was when I heard about it, that they were going to, that they were kind of developing it. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool. I'll hold my judgment until I actually see anything about it. And I think they announced it, um, what, probably like 2015, maybe, like San Diego 2015. And I was like, yeah. all right, you know, now granted, I don't go to San Diego Comic Con because... I'm not going to get into those reasons right now, maybe for a later time. Um, But uh, I heard about it and I was like, okay, cool. That's, this should be interesting, um, Mm -hmm. entertaining maybe, uh, but I'll, I'll reserve judgment. Yep. Um, But then, you know, when I saw the first trailer, I was like, or not the first trailer, the the movie posters, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I think we all. Like they're actually going to do this now. It wasn't like an idea, like they're doing it. The the posters are out there. And remember the the James Vanderbeek uh, Power Slash Rangers um, that was on YouTube that got a whole bunch of. That's what I think. Start flag started like flagship this thing. Is that well, people were like, "Hey, we still like the Power Rangers." He, well, and and I mean, uh, you know, again, side note, but he wrote. I think he was like the lead writer on that, and it was. I kinda, I really liked it. I was like, "That's that's really cool." Like the way they kind of took. The, the existing story and added on to it like years later mm-hmm. where like this happened instead of something else happening in what season three or something. Yeah. It was. Like, yep. So, so I mean, that was, that was really, it was really cool how they kind of took, you know, kind of a, a what if approach or an else worlds approach and just kind of veered off the opposite thing, the bizarre mm-hmm. world uh, type yeah. thing happening. 
I at first at first I thought that this was, that's what this movie was gonna be. I was like, oh shoot. They they just did this YouTube thing. It's gonna it's gonna kickstart because that's how, like how Deadpool did it. it. Was just some YouTube video where they're like, "Hey, let's show this to people," and then boom, craze. You saw everyone was sharing this thing. Everyone wanted to watch it, and it was awesome. I thought it was sick, and yeah. and then we get the trailer. It was like a a what, mid midsummer. We got a trailer, I think, for Power Rangers. Um, you know, I don't know because at that point I was like, no trailers for any of the movies that I want to see or potentially want to see like really I went like well and and again like side note I went into the Force Awakens and Rogue One trailer free spoiler free didn't read a damn thing about it on the internet damn and uh now granted every Marvel movie is the exact opposite of that because I'll watch the trailers 50 times like the first (laughs) Civil War trailer where it was you know Cap and and Bucky are you the reason that are you the reason (laughs) I got to like 500,000 views in the first week yeah, because I watched it four hundred thousand of those times. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I didn't watch the trailer at all, and and I was really? kind of yeah. I mean, I kind of like built up my tolerance to not doing it, and I was I kind of just went on a whim. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go see it. Like two weeks maybe after the movie, and uh, it was it was probably right around the time that you had messaged me and asked me about, you know, what do you think about talking about it? And I was like, yeah, that uh, that could work. I probably should see the movie, and I think I went the next night and saw it. And you did. I remember. And I was I was really impressed with it. Granted, you go in knowing a it's a movie based on a kid's property. Yep. And b it's uh, an origin story, so you know you gotta get, let it breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. But but it was I, I I liked it. I really did. Um, you know the way the story was told, the the camera angles, the it was very know, action. The, it had a very um. The, remember the feeling where you you watched uh, the Avengers for the first time. Uh-huh. Where it was, where it wasn't a Iron Man movie or a Hulk or a Thor. It was this is all of them, and the way they it, had that, it was that breathtaking. Like, oh my God, they're doing that team, like the team shots. It's different to film a team than just that one hero the whole time. It was, it, and it was it had when very they fir- remnants of it when they introduced, like uh, in the detention scene where Billy's messing with his crayons or his pencils or yep. whatever, and Jason walked in. I got the same feeling as when, as from, to use your Avengers analogy, I got the same feeling as when Iron Man overrode the PA system in Black Widow's Quinjet when Loki was in the German, in the center of that German square, when Cap yep. was on the, you know, fighting him. Like, and, it's like, and, you know, ACDC starts playing, and you're like, okay, this is where it's going to get good. Like, yep. you know, the band's getting back together type thing. Yeah, it's exactly how I felt. Like I'm not gonna put it on the Avengers level because that's no, no, different no. different levels. But that whole uh, you could see where they they definitely drew uh, inspiration from the Avengers from these Marvel movies because I mean Marvel knows what's happening. They're obviously they're winning at the box office. They're, yeah, they're they, they drew that they drew that nostalgia, that emotional response that mm-hmm. you know okay you know we're gonna kick it in and it's gonna you know mm-hmm. although to to take a step back. The like the first scene of the movie, I think it was even pre credits. Like you see like a an alien or something, and then you see, you know, the Iron Man Power Ranger suits, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah. Mighty Morphin Iron Man Rangers, um, and and you see the Red Ranger. He's crawling over towards what the Yellow Ranger, I think, mm-hmm. and I think he demorphs, and you're like, who who's this guy? And they're speaking some weird dialect. And then you see the Green Ranger walk over and you're like, oh, shit. 
like the theories that everyone had was you know you're like is it what is it but like they don't give you like they tease it but they don't just they don't come right out and say it right away but they don't leave you hanging for too terribly long maybe what Which five nice. minutes yeah so like, so you they give you the setup in five minutes and it's awesome it was a quick it was an easy like boom here watch it all right yeah here you go here you go boom get ready yeah it was like you got a glimpse you saw them in the suits you saw what it looks like you saw the evil green ranger that you wanted to see all right now we're gonna go to the teenagers so real quick though, for, for my I want to tell you, man, when I first saw the the news of Power Rangers, the, the guys on the show can attest to it. I was beyond ecstatic. Anytime Power Rangers gets mentioned, I I got probably perked up. I was too excited for it. And then I watched the trailer, and I I loved it. But what Bra- I think Brandon described it best is that if you don't if you watch this and you don't know it's a Power Rangers trailer, you wouldn't know until the very last minute where it shows the Rangers. Like. The whole trailer, the trailer was phenomenal in showing a, what a good just movie could be, what a good movie trailer is. And I like I had my mom watch it, and she's like, "Oh, this looks nice." And then Power Rangers came on. She goes, "Really, Power Rangers again?" She had no idea. And I would tell you, I loved the trailer. I went in like a kid. I went. I remember I went to the movies a couple weeks ago. I told I texted you like, "Hey, guess where I'm at?" I sent you a picture. I was in the movie theater. Five other people are in the theater just by myself. It's a bit creepy to be honest. And um, True. like I didn't even like I didn't even have popcorn or drinks. Like I just like I walked in, showed my ticket, and then I walked right into the theater and sat down. <laughs> I caught like two minutes of trailers, and the minute and the movie went right into it. And uh, initial reaction, just blown away, just by that first scene with uh, the Rangers, and then it cuts over to them being in high school. Um, I feel the best way to describe this story, uh, this interaction, how these heroes or how these teenagers meet each other. It's a, the perfect cross of the Breakfast Club with Modern Avengers. That's how I described it. Because like you got ultim- like the ultimate, like Earth Six sixteen ten. Yeah, it's where like it's a like, modernized, modernized yeah. version. Like, like obviously these. T- if, I mean, if you watch the original Power Rangers, I don't think they were all that. They weren't all like best friends. Like they all knew of each other until they became Power Rangers. I even think like the like. I was well, it Zach and Zach and Jason knew each other. Yeah, Billy and they Trini were friend, were friends, and then Kimberly and Trini all knew each other. Like everyone knew each other because of everyone else. Yeah, there was like a like a one or two degrees of Kevin Bacon type thing. Yeah, uh, but, I'm sorry, Anthony. Kevin Bacon is an actor. Um, he's in a lot of movies with a lot Spider-Man, of Spider Man. Right? He was the Green Goblin. Uh, was it, that no. was him, wasn't it? No, that was William like, William. Willem Dafoe. Oh, that oh, was Willem Dafoe. Shit, who's yeah, who, who they did a disservice to that character by putting a mask on Willem Dafoe <laughs> because I think he was scarier without it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. No, I can't think of who Kevin Bacon is offhand. Kevin Bacon. He's married to Kira Sedgwick. He was in that movie with that guy. Yeah, that helps me nowhere. Anyway, uh, Chris, you ever hear the Kevin Bacon game? Oh, I have. I played the yeah, Kevin Six Bacon Degrees game. of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Because Kevin Bacon has been in a movie with pretty much everybody. Yeah, when I see uh, him, Chris pulling him up right now. Kevin Bacon played Sebastian Shaw in X-Men First Class. He was the one that had the original Magneto helmet. Ah, yep, okay. So he looks like a young... That's why I mixed him up with Willem Dafoe, because he looks like a young Willem Dafoe. Yeah, but Willem Dafoe me. is buck fugly. I mean, so I guess I'm not, that... I'm not saying Kevin Bacon is, like, dreamy or anything, because, you know... Admit it, you think Kevin Bacon's dreamy, married. don't you? He's married, man. Oh, because he's married to t- Dax's. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> um, 
I don't even know where. I, oh, the yeah. So anyway, let me, the best, yeah. let me ask you this. So, you know, even before the movie, you know, a lot of these movies, uh, these properties are spoiled by, you know, the, the property is spoiled by um, the, 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 the toys, the action oh, figures, God. the collectibles. When you saw the picture of Alpha, the, the, the concept art versus the actual seeing Alpha on screen, what what was your what was your um did you feel the same did you feel different like what was your initial reaction and what was your reaction i'm gonna admit i honestly wasn't mad like i when i saw the initial concept alpha concept art of alpha i was i understood i get it he's alpha he's a robot and this is supposed to be a modernized take this isn't a man in a suit in a robot suit this is supposed to be a robot and with the technology and cgi that we have nowadays why would he have to look just like a human? I get it, and I was okay with it. Well, he didn't and, really look like a he looked like Hey Arnold, if anything, uh, from the original show. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, like it, he's, it looks it's obviously a clear person in a suit. This it's not. It's CGI'd, and I thought it looked great. Then I, when I was looking up the cast, I didn't pick up on it. It's Bill Hader yeah, that plays I, I mean, him. I, I knew that he's the only, him and Brian Cranston are the only one. Well, and Elizabeth Banks are the only ones that I knew. I didn't know any of these other these young whippersnappers. Um, you know, I didn't know had, three quarters of them had music careers or whatever oh, else they, do? they had going on. I didn't pick up on that yet. Yeah, I well, saw. I saw the guy that plays uh, Jason. He was in Stranger Things. I guess. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I haven't finished watching it yet. But anyway, I started. Um, so I was okay with Alpha's design before. I mean, the toys always spoil it. I was kind of disappointed because I really mm-hmm. would have loved to see that Megazord in the very be- at the movie. Like, I wish that wasn't spoiled for me. But it did prepare me for some disappointments, which I'll get to after we get through the later in the conversation. Um, what did you think of the story of this movie? So I, I liked the story. Uh, I liked how they gave them more of a backstory and more mm-hmm. of a family dynamic. Yeah. Whereas like the once off, like the one or two off, um, you know, episodes where it's like, oh, here's the family, and what do you know? They wear the same color clothes as their kids. Um, and they do the same thing, you know. If one of them's a meathead, then their parents are meatheads, and you know, if they're if they're smart, their parents are smart. If they like to shop, then their parents like to, sh- you know. It, it was yeah. like the the most single dimensional traits, and it's just like whatever. You could obviously tell that they were just there for filler, but uh, I did like the the dynamic. I mean, you had Pam's abusive boy ex boyfriend from the office as uh, uh, Jason's abusive dad uh, in the movie. Um, I don't watch the office, but okay. I mean, he wasn't yeah. abusive. It was more no, or less of no, he he's just he was he was angry. Well, he was angry. Well, I mean, his kid was an f up. His, his kid, J- Jason, yeah. did definitely definitely fucked up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yeah, I mean, lie that. Well, one. he had well, he had like a scholarship or scouts or something for football, and it was his senior year. So everybody knows that his senior year is always going to be the best unless you hurt yourself, like certain people in this room did. Um, and never got a chance to live their glory days and they're still living them because they can't go back yeah i mean so the whole idea is at the beginning of this the whole movie takes place is that it's these kids senior year of high school jason's supposed to be on a scholarship and he ends up doing a senior prank and it just costs him his ride costs him everything now he's got to go to this afternoon detention the fact i love it that they meet up in detention like that's the best part because it, it was saturday these, school and if you have to go to Saturday school, that's like three levels worse than than after school detention. And on top of that, 
it was for like for the rest of the school year too, which I did pick up on the the uh, breakfast. Was it? Didn't they say the Breakfast Club? Where he's like every yeah. Saturday, I'll see him. I loved it. I'm like, all right, I picked up on it. And then on top of that, these are the Power Rangers. Like these are the good guys. They're supposed to be the like. If you watch the TV show from back in the '90s, these were the guys that would do no wrong. Like, They're all good. They do. They charity. found the five. They, they found the five dollars sitting at the juice bar instead of buying a drink. They turned it into the to the bar to Ernie the bartender who probably did take the five dollars. Like these are the good guys, and they just met somehow in detention or after school or Saturday school. Like that was so like all right, it was different, and then. To see the dynamic uh, contrast of introducing like uh, characters like Billy, who came out, he's on the spectrum. Obviously, uh-huh. he, he made that clear to him to everyone in the movie. So I think bringing uh, character dynamics such as that, definitely yeah, they're all flawed. The which plot. you know, that's what makes. I mean, I, I hate to keep drawing parallels, but it, it holds true. It's it's the flawed superhero approach, which you know pulled, you know it you know, pulled Marvel out of the toilet in the sixties and, Mm -hmm. you know, still seems to evade certain, uh, you know, other comic book publishers. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it, they pretty much every character did have a good, like they all had a flaw. Was it Kimberly? She ended up sending a picture around of a friend that was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was, was it a naked picture? I don't know what picture was it. Uh, I think it it was a D-pick. Oh, what was it? I think it was a D-pick. Oh, and then um, Trini, she's she's it came out too. She's lesbian in the show in the in the movie. Yeah, well, I, she's I mean, questioning her orientation. She's questioning. Well, they said and that they have they they're posting that they have a gay a gay Power Ranger. That's yeah. how they're. Um, which I find nothing wrong with. I'm I hey, it's gonna help with the story. I hope they're not trying to just cater to every spectrum or to every to every outlet possible. But hey, why not? They never explore Trini's per- any of their uh, personality other than Tommy and Kimberly. So yeah, well, all right, let's see some let's see some let's see some other people. So we got Kim, uh, Trini who's trying to struggle with herself internally, feeling that she's she doesn't fit in with her family. Jason who just really fucked up. You got mm-hmm. Zach. I felt so sad for Zach. Like yeah, I mean that was school. the big that was the big one. Doesn't I mean, go to school because he's afraid that he's going to come home to his mother being dead. Yeah, and it's just him and his mom living, you know, for what I mean he's he's embarrassed that he lives with his mother, not that he lives with his mother. But where but he, lives he lives in a trailer park, right? Yeah, he lives in a trailer and it's uh, you know, she's on death's door, so he's basically providing. So does he they never really explore does he go to school? Does he or, I mean he, he says he, he does goes he to school every now or, and then. Yeah, but is he working in in between there? I mean, they really don't explore it, not that they need to. Maybe I'm being overly analytical, but um yeah like they gave them all flaws you know i mean i and then and then billy's that one character of the group that you just really just wanted you just want to give him a hug he's like he's well, a good dude he is that guy that's shut well, up his his you, dad had uh i mean his dad had died from I, I don't recall what he had died from so it was him and his mom and his younger sibling i can't remember how many there were but uh, and he's tortured and bullied and stuff. So it's yeah, the characters they did they did a really good job on, mm-hmm. on the human characters, um, yeah, pretty pretty well. I thought it was great. I mean, I mean, I think they all interacted well with each other. It kept it, the story going really great. Um, and then definitely to introduce the characters like Zordon, they they had explore. I like how it wasn't uh, 
it wasn't a surprise where they found or it wasn't a uh, wasn't I want to say it was hidden because it was obviously hidden in the movie like in the show whenever they had to go find the base you really didn't know where the base was it was just in a desert that's all you knew you don't know how the kids got to a desert you just knew that there was a desert with the, some towers that the kids went to where in the movie they were teleported it was, there too well, yeah but no they 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 would travel there at times they would like would walk they like when the tele when the uh teleporters were shut down they would like have to go there like in person yeah oh, they, yeah they'd hoof it they'd have to hoof it there and and it's like where is this thing that just zapping people away from i like this where it was you accidentally found it and it was hidden but it wasn't confusing as it wasn't uh unknown to the viewer you know like we, yeah. we just we knew where it was yeah it, i mean you had to go stuff. like down in this cave and then swim further down underwater which you know goes against everybody's law of survival and then the graphics though were pretty i mean the way they did it was pretty cool where they're like yeah it was cool it was like basically levitating water it was like <laughs> a force field was, was pushing it out yeah i mean but i mean and every time they're like oh we got to go back there again and it's like you got to go through the whole water thing thankfully they didn't have to show it to us every time but I thought yeah. that was kind of an interesting, like the effects I think were cooler than the, than the actual, oh, it's underwater type yeah. thing. Yeah. It was just a spaceship that was hidden, which I get, I liked it. It was cool. Um, and then, I mean, I think one of the biggest reveals was Zordon. I mean, this was, I unfortunately, I saw him in the trailer and I really wish I wouldn't have, cause that would have been cool to see Zordon for the first, I, how did you feel when you saw Zordon for the first time? Well, uh, when I initially saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he opened his mouth, which is how every date goes wrong. Um, uh, is uh, He opened his mouth and he was just an absolute like ungrateful dick. I was like, hey, man, how about you shut your mouth? But it was nice that he wasn't just like, like in the TV show, you watch it back now. And he's just kind of like a, like a condescending, sarcastic, very subtly sarcastic douche. But in this one, he was just an outright pompous dick. Like, hey, I have a hidden agenda here, but I'm not going to let you in on it. He um, really was. He really was mean as hell. He oh, was yeah. He, I mean, he was He was a dick. Uh-huh. Like, he really was. Like, for those watching, like, that are going to watch it or have watched it, like, this dude did nothing to help. He was mean. Did you cry? I got a little sad. Did you? You got sad. I got a little sad. Um, But uh, so the whole idea is that Zordon is Zordon and Elf have found these have found these Rangers and they need to. He gave them a vision of the future that was happening soon. And it was of Rita who who comes back to life and she's going to take over Angel Grove by collecting gold. And she there. She's going to find the thing, find something called the Zeo Crystal. Now, those that don't know Power Ranger lore, back in the very beginning of the show, back in the 90s, there was the little crystals called the Zeo Crystals. And that's what gave, I think, was it the second generation of Power Rangers their powers? Yeah, it was... Power Ranger uh, Zeo. Zeo was uh, season four. It was after the command center blew up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was after the White Ranger, after the Alien Rangers, after the Ninja Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, it was Zeo. That was the one with all the uh, the shapes on their faces, on their helmets, yeah. which, here, uh, you know how all the rangers are numbered? Here's a stupid little fun piece of trivia. 
um, you know, in the order that they scream out there, whatever they did, their color or whatever. I don't, I, I didn't watch it that far. Um, there are points on each shape. So like circle, there is, there's one point. Uh, is that like the, why? Oh my God. Like the two, like the two, um, I don't know, like the, the two, uh, I guess green the, two was like the two ovals or whatever, like they were there's elongated two. ovals. And they were there were two of them, and then the there was like a the, the star was five points on it, and yeah, yeah. But that's you why that. it was that. That's why it was that. That's yeah, crazy. they were the weirdest shape. Oh, there was a box uh, that was four, that. you know that was the order in which they were like, hey, here's my color, here's my whatever, Zero right. Ranger one or two, or I, I don't remember what it I was remember, off the yeah. top of my head. That's crazy. I never picked up on that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, but it was um, cool something. I'm a frog. <laughs> anyway, um. But so they had the move. The whole idea of the movie is that Rita's coming back. She's going to try and find the Zeo crystal, which is buried beneath Angel Grove somewhere. And Zordon didn't pay a lot of money to have a sponsorship in the movie or anything. Yes, right. <laughs> um, and Zordon's going to train these rangers to fight her and battle her. And you know, by, by throughout the end of the movie, they do. They, I mean, they overcome themselves. They overcome challenges to uh, grow and develop into the rangers that they are, or that they're going to become. You can see where. I mean, I think they said they have like three, they have like a four or five movie deal, and you can definitely see where growth is going to be happen. Like I can see already happening right now, and where it could go. And um, now the movie's yeah. there. I overall I like the movie. I mean, you got to see some Megazords fighting, and yeah, and some cameos and some you know obvious yeah. sequel. Uh, they left some Material. doors open for some sequels. Some additional characters who could yeah, it be exactly um well, they announced yeah. it there yeah well and I'm, um, look, I'm looking here on wiki lionsgate ceo john what's his name here says we could see doing five six or seven uh in terms of you know uh they already have a six movie story arc laid out so hell yeah I'm if, okay I mean, with if, that. if you know honestly if the uh if, if the story is good and the writing is good and the acting is, I think the acting was pretty good. Um, then, uh, you know, I don't think they would, they would hurt. I mean, it's critic proof at this point because yeah. it's, you know, um, did you, did you take note to the cameo toward the end? Oh I'm yeah. Sorry, with cameos. Cameo with Jason and, uh, with, uh, Jason, David Frank and, um, I can never, Amy was Joe it? Johnson, Amy Joe Johnson. Yeah, they they uh they made it they made a cameo in the end, which was nice. And you heard the little the premiere kerfuffle that happened. No, uh, what happened? What happened? So, so Jason David Frank. So it's at the you know here's a an obvious spoiler when they're in the process of beating the bad guy, um in the movie, um the they they cut to like the crowd that forms at the at the you know on the street like a couple blocks away. And like two rows back within the crowd, uh, um, you know, in perfect focus is Jason David Frank and, and Amy Jo Johnson, the original Green and Pink Rangers, Tommy and Kimberly. Well, during the movie, Jason David Frank took out his phone to video his cameo and security hauled him out to the lobby and kicked him out. Are you serious? Because he was trying to video his cameo. They're like, dude, he's like, dude, I'm, I'm in the movie. That, that see, look here, see this video right here? That's me. I just wanted 
to have a copy of it, which, you know, he could probably get a free DVD at some point from Saban because they're bros. Um, that's but yeah, that's that was, what happened. Yeah. Oh I, I read it and I laughed. I was like, Oh man, that is funny. Oh my God. That's great. Don't ask <laughs> him about it. If you see him on the con circuit, because I'm sure he'll just be like, uh, everybody asked me that question. Yeah. But, um, overall I like the movie, but, um, and I mean, I'm going to go in with, there's a lot of good in it. I thought the updated costumes were really nice touch. Everyone to criticize them for looking like uh, Iron Man. But in my opinion, they had to, or they had to look up, updated and modern. They had to look like armor because Power Rangers were warriors. It looked back in the '90s. They looked like silk cost. They looked like silk fabric because they were cut scenes from Japanese shows. They have a movie budget now. Why would they? Why would they do stock footage for a movie? Well, they, well and, and I don't think they would do stock footage. They would probably you, do. You know what I mean, though. You know, why would they take something that's from an existing property? They don't have continuity to adhere to at this point. Yeah, no, this is something completely new, completely fresh. The armor looks cool. Even if they say they have like six movies in the plan, what happens if there's new, like they, let's say they do Zeo Rangers or like they have like different costumes, different armor. That could be cool. Maybe just upgraded looking armor. Maybe it looks different. That's cool. Well, I'm okay with it. And who's to say that they don't start off with like the Green Ranger armorless and then somehow he, he, gets this chest shield and goes white and you know sort of darkness or something yeah you know who who knows i mean you can easily see where it'll form and i liked i liked it all that they did good with it It was nice the megazords look cool it was updated it was very transformer ish but Mm -hmm. how else are you going to do giant dinosaurs or giant like giant animals it's kind of like in the age where we're used to all superheroes wearing armor looking suits obviously the Power Rangers are going to remind us of Iron Man, in a in a generation where we are we grew up watching anything giant robot related is Transformers. Well, and and even in the movie, they I mean they mentioned like when Zordon was telling them that they have to and how to go forward go forth with morphing, um, that it's armor and then it's inside of them and they have to bring it out to the front for it to take effect you know on the yeah. ex- outside of their skin. So they did set it up early that it was armor. Um, mm-hmm. And you know it gave them enhanced strength and everything else. So yeah. it's it's it augments their body, but they have to have it on the outside for it to protect them. No different than any other, unless you're going to implant Kevlar right underneath the top layer of skin. You know, then you need something on the outside to yeah. protect you. So I mean, I, uh, I I found a lot of good with this movie. I mean, there are some bad, and I want to mention that um, I was a little disappointed with Goldar. Yeah, I, I think was, a lot of people were. I mean, that could have been a great character. Bring him in as a sequel. Don't do Goldar as this monster thing. Well, make, make or, a, or do or Zords, it, you know, or, or, or make it so that he becomes sentient, you know, that maybe the gold is, you know, it, it when she assimilated herself toward the end with him, that maybe he held on to some of her consciousness, you know, well, certain parts of it. And well, I'll tell you this one is that have you read the digital comics yet or the, not the digital, the uh, movie at the movie comic that follows it. Uh, that's different than the boom studios one. Yep. Uh, no, I haven't. They have, they have a mighty Morphin power Rangers movie, like a sequel, like one that follows it. Okay. And I don't want to spoil it, but it involves Goldar's gold becoming okay. somewhat sentient in an, in a way. Okay. Huh. So, I can see that. I, I guess okay. I'll be okay with that. But 
in the moment before I read that comic, I I watched. I was very disappointed by Goldar. Um, I do love how you did hear the nods to where she was uh, Rita, with, which who I loved her design. She was an evil, villainous Green Ranger. That's blunt. And you you found that out from the get go, and you had like she had this witch look to her where she was an alien though, and I loved the little uh, nods to uh, make make my monster grow. Like her little, her little like lines, and it was just enough nostalgia for me to be like, "Oh, it was all my childhood wasn't gone, but it's re, it's uh, remolded, it's reshaped into this movie, and I'm okay with it." Yeah, the I mean, in, and with the you know the whole Green Ranger thing, you know, and her being the previous Green Ranger, it did definitely help uh, close that, you know, that question of where in the hell did did uh, reader get the original six power coin not that it was you know a question that was being asked for the movie but it, it kind of you know retconned that to a degree mm-hmm. it was that she was a ranger and it goes evil and it's exactly. you can at least see where it can go for a sequel which we do get a uh they do a mid the mid-credit sequence at the end which i did love that too i i, I didn't know that there was a mid-credit sequence but part of me is going i'm not walking out i already know that i, I should stay and i had no idea that that sequence was there with tommy and yeah, it was it was kind of kind of neat. I mean, you could almost see where it was going anyway. But mm-hmm. well, they started doing roll call, and they were like Tommy Oliver, and there's an empty chair with a green hoodie, and I was like, "Oh god, this would be amazing!" Like, all right, I'm already I'm ready for a sequel already. But I think was, that's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah, but Just so I like. Yeah, I mean, um, sorry. So yeah, I I liked everything about it. Pretty much the things I didn't like, Goldar. The Zord wasn't my favorite, but how else are you going to do a Zord? It, it was, I'll tell you what, it was better than having a yellow mechanized saber-toothed tiger with gigantic mud tires as the shoulder joints when these things were supposed to were, were in, you know, to, supposed to have been created, you know, thousands of years ago. Like, oh, they had rubber and shaped rubber that looks just like a tire with treads. Yeah, I mean that was much. a little a little far fetched for the TV show, but then again, I was ten, so you didn't question it. I will. I'll give one complaint. That wasn't a Macedon, was it? Um, did he? They never really said what their. They went without the dinosaur themed Zords uh, as much as they did in the show. They didn't lean on that as much. So if they, they might not have. I don't think they said that as much as they were just a color, so to speak. Okay, so it wasn't like you're the Red Ranger. You're not the t- the t- the Tyrannosaurus. Right? Okay, I get it. Yeah, I think I think they kind of, if they did say it, they didn't say it very often or or more than once, maybe. And he also didn't say that when they were being shown the Zords, they weren't going, "Hey, these are this is the T Rex Zord, this is Saber Tooth Tiger Zord." They were just these are these are your Zords. That would have like dino energy or something in them, Which I is, think. All right, I'll take that. I mean, I, I, I really had to pick what I didn't like was that I guess there was times when the movie was uh, slow, but you could account that for it being for children. I mean, you watch a movie now and adult movies will fly over children, kids' heads. I remember it, when that was happening to me like 10 years ago, where I watched like, an adult movie and you'd be like, what are they talking about? Because you didn't. You know, 
So for kids movies, they gotta they gotta slow it down, stretch it out, you know, make it so the kid can pick up on it. Honestly, this is it's like this is watching this movie is I would say it's like watching an episode of SpongeBob because it's got jokes for adults, it's got jokes for kids, and you know, so it's it it meets a lot of different um, mm-hmm. demographics all at once. Yeah, or age ranges, maybe not demographics, but. I think I don't think it was it wasn't made for the adults, but it definitely gave enough to you that you're like, all right, I'll watch it again. I'll go back and watch it, which I did, and I liked it the second time too. It was nice. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's my review: is that don't go in expecting the best superhero movie ever, but go in expecting nods to your childhood with uh, a mod or a reenvisionment of it. Any last yeah. words for the movie? I mean, no, I, I, I would, I, I would echo those. You know, it's, it's not a, it's not the Godfather, it's not the Godfather too, um, but it's, it's, junk, it's a junk food movie. You know, it's a, it's an origin story, it's a nostalgic movie. Um, you know, the, the movie in general, I, I would say it's, you know, it, I would give it, you know, six point eight lightning bolt, uh, Power Ranger lightning bolts out of ten. Um, <laughs> But, you know, uh, the only thing that I didn't like about it was the unrelenting press that they did for it. Like, everywhere you turn, they're like, oh, hey, by the way, the Power Rangers are right there. Yeah, they, they did over bump over it, uh, overdo it much. I think they were trying to reach all demographics, though. Yeah, and, and I think that it will scale back because they now have a, you know, a solid footprint on what they're, you know, who they're trying to reach. And, you know, hey, by the we way, also this to- movie's coming out. They're also fishing. They're also putting out a Power Rangers, which has always been had that taboo. It's always been taboo up until like I think now, where it's like, oh, you like Power Rangers? So I said that uh, you know it's like made for kids, but usually it's always adults that do secretly like it. It's got that. Um, they're trying to make. A, they're trying to make a movie that can fit for everyone, but they're throwing the the fishing hook out into a pond full of every other superhero, major superhero that you could think of. So they're trying to hook you. They're trying to hook everyone they can. They just snagged you. And they're like, all right, let's go for a ride. Yeah, it fits like a sneaker, but it feels, but it works like a pump. That's yep, exactly. exactly what you're trying to say, right? Yep, exactly. It's hot on one side, cool on the other. It's like the McDLT. Exactly. You don't get either of these references, <laughs> I don't get, do you? No. Are they, ba- are they basketball references? I feel like they are. The, the McDLT was a McDonald's sandwich from forever ago. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's like the Arch Deluxe with a grown-up taste. It's a burger with a grown-up taste. All right, all right. Yeah, the Arch Deluxe. I don't know what that is. I'll explain it to you. I'll explain it to you when you're older. All fair. When you're when you're older. Older. All right. So I want to start wrapping us up right now. Um, We're pushing almost an hour, and um, you you all done? Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm done. Okay. Okay. All right. um, Well, I'll let everyone know where they can get me at. uh, Give me on Instagram, Twitter, Xbox Live at a-n-t-m-u-l-l-e i'll be uh, me and sean i don't know who's gonna get the responsibility of it probably him no. probably him oh me oh, okay i'm getting the face i'm getting the facebook and uh, instagram up and running for these uh for the bicbp presents mighty morphin power rangers and cyberspace podcast so we're gonna get that up and going and uh when you get that Give us a nice five-star review. Get our review starting up high from the get-go. Give us a follow and uh, share us around. But I'm out. So you can find me. Uh, this is this is Sean speaking again. Um, 
because anyways uh you can find me um i post stupid things on instagram like when i travel for work and sometimes when it's i go not to that Wakan, stupid what's that it's not that stupid but go on when i travel for work it's ridiculous um i'm on there as uh, sean cv79 you know it rolls right off the tongue uh you can find me on the nes classic um no, NES Classic <laughs> doesn't have a thing. Uh, Xbox Live. I, just uh, <laughs> I do have an NES Classic, though. Johnny's so jealous. Um, uh, Xbox Live and Instagram, SeanCV79. You can find me on Google Plus at SeanCV79. All right. Because uh, I, I don't use social media anymore, uh, which is why you, you get to do it. All right. Um, and you can find me on Words with Friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right probably the same thing i don't remember all anyways right. that's it i'm done talking all right we're done see you guys Yay. get us next week bye